This is Joyce with Quiet Talks on the Gospel. Today is February 3, 2021. The name of this podcast is Growing Old Gracefully Part 2. You could reach me on my blog, which is www.whatwouldajesusgirldo.com. The first picture on my blog is a casket with a flag draped over it from Daddy's graveside service. My sister called him Pop. My brother Doug called him Dad. They both live out west. I have a word or two memories from both of my siblings. First, my sister, April Vanskoy. One of the things I admired about Pop is that he never brought any dishonor to our family. All those decades living in the same community, I never heard anyone say anything about being disappointed in his work or in his word. He was dependable, reasonable, realistic, and hardworking, and obviously intelligent, but one doesn't usually work at that, work at intelligence. He was born intelligent, but used it in a respectable way. Memories from my brother, Doug Vanskoy. Dad was named Warren Eugene, but folks called him Van for the Vanskoy, as far back as I can recall. In the mid-50s, he was the only lineman at the tiny West Ohio Telephone Company in St. Paris and Christiansburg. You'd pick up the phone and an operator would come on. You'd give her the number and she'd say, Okay, Doug. Later, they went to dial phones and Dad worked that changeover. Anyway... Everyone knew Dad because he installed their phone when they moved in and retrieved it when they left. Heavy, black, Stromberg, Carlson phones. I was in the fourth or fifth grade, and on special days, he would invite me along on his rounds. These trips always included a stop at a general store for a cold soda and a chat with locals. I've watched him strap on leathered spikes and scurry up a telephone pole many times. I can smell the creosote, and I've never seen him happier than in those days. I'm a specialist for the repair, and the man inspected the machine for a while, then asked for a heavy hammer. He hit the thing once, and it commenced to run fine. The owner received a bill for $1,500 and was outraged, requesting an itemized bill. He received one, $1 for striking printing press, $14.99 for knowing where to hit it. Dad liked that story a lot. This is from Joyce, me. Daddy always said, when you have a big decision to make, wait three days. But youth has a difficult doing that. Do you agree? 
Now here's a story about Daddy's military days in his own condensed words. The six weeks were up and school was over. Our orders were cut, finally, to be on our way overseas. Destination unknown. At the camp at Goldsboro, North Carolina, they put us in tents when we arrived at night. We were awakened the next morning by the loudspeaker at the base, blasting out, Oh, what a beautiful morning. It was pouring down rain, water running through our tent over our shoes. We were to ship to Newport News, Virginia, and get on the ship to embark for overseas. The lieutenant counted the group of 85 to ship out. Guess what? One guy was missing from the lineup. We had been told if we did not show up to ship out, we would be charged with desertion and could be shot. Finally, one guy spoke up and said he thought the missing man might be at the Catholic chapel. He was a devout Catholic and probably was praying. Sure enough, they drug him out of the church and we all got on the train for Newport News. On April 12, 1944, we arrived at the harbor and were directed to carry out our big duffel bag with all our belongings onto the Liberty ship named Richard Izard. It was a small cargo ship that was used for transporting everything and anything in the war effort. The ship was 500 feet long, carried one five-inch gun and a couple machine guns. It was able to carry about 100 extra passengers beside the crew. We were bedded down in the hold below the deck for the light. It wasn't long before some of the guys started to get seasick. I was okay. The next morning, we were allowed up on deck, and guess what? We were still tied to the dock. We had not even left the shore yet. We left the continental United States on April 13, 1944, headed across the Atlantic Ocean. We were part of a large convoy. I would guess about 40 ships, but some were over the horizon and you could not see all of them. The convoy was escorted by U.S. destroyers on the side of the convoy. All ships would zigzag to make a more difficult target for submarines to shoot torpedoes at them. The weather was very good most of the time but it was very slow going. Top speed of the convoy was about 13, no, 15 knots. They could only go as fast as the slowest ship, and I guess ours was probably one of the slow ones. Time was heavy on our hands. I brought out the zippered Bible Mom and Pop bought for me on my birthday in 1943. I thought while I had plenty of time, I would try to read the Bible all the way through. So a lot of my time was spent reading the Bible and conversing with my friends. Next on my blog is a picture of Daddy in his uniform. 
And at the bottom it says, uh, photo taken on a sailboat on the Nile River. He was stationed in Egypt when he was overseas. I believe that Daddy soaked in those Bible verses, those commands, promises, and lived by them for the rest of his life. What do you live by? I thought about the oath that doctors take, and I put up a word picture of the Hippocratic Oath that physicians take. I thought about what Micah in the Old Testament said in chapter 6, verse 8. He, meaning God, God has showed you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. I thought about what Jesus said in Matthew 9, 12. Jesus is the great physician, and this is what he said, It is not the healthy that need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. I woke up the day after Daddy was buried to a white wonderland. Jerry and Joy, my stepmother, both thought we had more than five inches. So I took a picture, and it's on my blog. No footprints, just clean white snow, no animal prints, no yellow snow. It reminded me of the scriptures, Psalm 51, 7, and Isaiah 1, 16 through 18. Psalm 51, 7 was written by David. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. David was talking to God. This is after he was convicted of sin by the prophet Nathan of adultery with Bathsheba. If you do not live by the Bible, then what do you live by? Mind how you go. You know why? Because God cares and he knows how you go. Until next time, bye.